Welcome to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. It's the classic Jesus music radio show. It's a look back at where it all began. This is Full Circle, looking back at the beginnings of today's contemporary Christian music. Now, now here's your host, Jerry Bryant. Hi, everybody. This is Jerry Bryant. In case you've tuned in for the first time, this is a radio show that features the significant songs and artists from early contemporary Christian music, songs that pioneered the way for today's Christian music. And speaking of those early years, here's David Meese with a song in which he shows off his falsetto chops sounding a bit like Frankie Valley, who had a big hit at the time with Grease from the John Travolta Olivia Newton-John movie of the same name. From the 1978 Murr album, Everybody Needs a Little Help, here's one of David's first Jesus music radio hits that he really had some fun with. Never gonna serve anyone else but you on Full Circle. Singing my songs for the rock of all Hey, hey, chest Do the stupid dance where it's at And put old Peter in flash Into Well, my show is no act It's just what I believe So I told them they were wasting the time on me Because I'm gonna get a son, gonna get a son And a husband who had more No one but you, my Jesus I'm gonna get a son, gonna get a son And a husband song and kept telling me over and over they said you could go by you might be a star and you could drive a new car it can be all well i told them no thanks and i turned and walked out cause i know who i am and i know where i'm bound that i'm never gonna suck never gonna serve and i want to ask you my lord no one but you my jesus i'm never gonna suck never gonna serve and I wanna 
David Meese. And never going to serve anyone else. Stay tuned, because David will stop by and share more early memories. He's my special guest. Now that song speaks of the resolve it takes to keep our eyes on Jesus, even when we go through the dark valleys of life. And on this Full Circle Show, we're going to take a personal look at some of the Jesus music songs that were written to remind us of the God of all comfort. Like the commercial states, life can come at you hard. But we have the assurance of God's comfort regardless. And many of the songs on this show were birthed out of times of great sadness and upheaval. At approximately 5 p.m. on the afternoon of Wednesday, May 21, 2008, Maria Sue Chapman, five years old, and the youngest daughter to Stephen Curtis and Mary Beth Chapman, was struck by the family SUV in the driveway of the Chapman home in Franklin, Tennessee. Maria was transported by life flight to Vanderbilt Children's Hospital in Nashville, but she died of her injuries there. Maria was one of the close-knit family's six children and the youngest of their three adopted daughters. Response was swift, heartfelt, and deep among friends and fans online and in person. Hearts ached for a beloved family as they dealt with an unexplainable tragedy. As you may know, Stephen Curtis Chapman's the five-time Grammy winner and 54-time Dove Award-winning artist who has sold over 10 million albums and garnered 44 number one singles. But tragedy comes to the gifted as well as the ungifted. At Christ Community Church, Scott Rowley, formerly of the Jesus Music Group, Albrick Rowley and more, and now serving as the church's senior pastor, was at the hospital with the Chapman family Wednesday night, comforting them when they got the word that Maria had not survived her injuries. Scott remembered Maria as full of life, and playful and beautiful. We all cried our eyes out all night long, he said. There really is no explanation for moments like this. You hold on to what you know in the midst of crisis because the temptation is to hold on to what you don't know and ask, why did this happen? What do you do in times of unexplainable loss? What do you do when there's no immediate answers? Yet deep inside you know that he is there. Here's an early song Steve wrote for his wife Mary Beth. As you listen to this song, I think you may sense with me. It's as if God is singing it to the Chapman family as a word of comfort to them during this time of overwhelming sorrow in their lives. To let them know, I will be here. Tomorrow morning if you wake up and the sun does not dark we lose sight of love hold my hand and have no fear cause I I will be here I will be i 
seasons are made for change. Our lifetimes are made for years. So I, I will be here. I will be here. And you can cry on my shoulder when the Stephen Curtis Chapman, and I will be here on Full Circle, as the theme on this show are songs of comfort for the hard, unexplainable times of life. More than five years ago, Stephen Curtis and his wife Mary Beth founded the Sheohana's Hope Ministry after bringing their first adopted daughter, Sheohana, home from China. The ministry's goal is to help families reduce the financial barrier of adoption and have provided grants to over 1,700 families wishing to adopt orphans from around the world. Next, a song from a couple of childhood friends of Stephen Curtis Chapman, Ken Marvin and Brian Gentry, known as Marvin and Gentry. A song about the storms we go through in life, and even though things may look bad at the time, God will be sure to lead us to a safe harbor. We spoke with Brian Gentry a while ago, and here are some of the thoughts he had about this tune. Safe Harbor was another tune that that I wrote on, um, I was living on Lake Barkley at the time, which is about 90 minutes out of Nashville up in Kentucky, and um, it was uh, it was just one of those songs that, that it's, I tell you, to this day, that song still does it for me as far as, uh, you know, sort of a lot of the symbolic stuff that that the lyrics speak about and I guess that was just one of those gifted songs that came in like five minutes it's like I just felt like you know it was just handed to me from God and I I remember riding it in a minivan driving down the road and writing lyrics on and you know swerving to stay on the on the road 
back in the day. Safe Harbor, Marvin and Gentry, on Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. And next, a song from someone else who understands deep personal loss. It's a long, long way to Copenhagen from the shores of Barclay. And the northern lights don't guide ships here underneath the Milky Way. Big ships don't set their compasses, only sailboats navigate. But the big storms blow here just the same, and they must be reckoned with. So in the rocky Gentry and Safe Harbor, who actually learned to play guitar from Stephen Curtis Chapman's dad, Herb, who had a guitar shop in their hometown of Paducah, Kentucky. Say, would you join us here at Full Circle in prayer for the Chapman family that God will guide them to a safe harbor in light of their devastating loss? Maybe you're going through your own devastation, your own personal typhoon, Your life is filled with pain and suffering. Well, Jesus cares, and so do we. We'd love to lift you up in prayer as well. Just put your note in a bottle 
and send it to us via the web to info at fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's info at fullcirclejesusmusic.com. And I'll give that address to you just a little later as well. Kelly Willard is someone who's no stranger to loss and heartache. In 2004, her daughter, Haley Grace, went to be with the Lord at the youthful age of 18. 26 years earlier, Kelly had written a song called Rest that unbeknownst to her at the time would become a great source of comfort during that tragic event in her life. From her first album, Blame It on the One I Love, here's Kelly Willard. Sometimes I feel like
Maybe one of the most honest Jesus music songs ever written from the Jesus music veteran, Kelly Willard. On Full Circle, back to where it all began. Kelly Willard could not have known how much the truth of that song would be tested in her life in the years to come. What could be more devastating? To lose a marriage and your only daughter in a tragic, untimely death, all in the same season of time. How can you figure out tragedy? There's no explanation. And it's so easy during that time of grief and sadness to blame God. God, why did you let this happen? People talk about how mindless and meaningless religion is, but they cannot know that relationship with a real, live, compassionate God is the only thing that can sustain you in the tragedies of life. Like Kelly Willard, another Jesus music veteran, Randy Stonehill, had people close to him and his family pass away from this life to the next at a young age. In this case, it was his sister. On his 1980 LP, The Sky is Falling, he he wrote a song about this experience called Emily, and this is what he had to say about it. I had never seen death. I knew people died, but I didn't personally know anyone who had died. And then I got a glimpse of death up close. It really hurt. It confused me. You can live near death or be surrounded by it on the news, but you never really come face to face with it until you lose someone you love. I tried to write my feelings down as a way of expressing the difficulty I had in trying to understand the permanence of death. I tried to write down both sides of the reality of death, the sense of human loss, the mourning, the bewilderment that I felt, along with the hope of glory the larger spiritual perspective. Emily is no longer sad. She no longer feels human suffering. If to be absent from the body is to be with the Lord, then death holds no terror for the Christian who's ready to leave his earthly home. I will not forget my sister's face the day that she died. Such a frail little girl I remember how I cried When she reached out To squeeze my hand I knew her time had come And when her fingers slipped from mine I knew that it was done Days were 
Like the times she'd gaze up at the sky When she was just a child And I still can hear the echo of the last thing she could say This life is but a moment in the morning of my day Andy Stonehill and Emily on Full Circle. In the mid-80s, Morgan Cryer was singing to high schoolers and college audiences around the country, opening for groups like DeGarmo and Key and Petra. With a song of hope about the time when we'll all be reunited with those who are close to us in this life, who've gone on to be with the Lord, here's Morgan Cryer. And see you on the other side.
see you on the other side. A song used in a special multimedia presentation following the tragic Oklahoma City bombing, prompting airplay on mainstream stations around the country. Where's Morgan Cryer today? Well, as the years have passed, Morgan's grown up, and so is his audience. He reflected upon the transition, saying, The kids I was singing to in the 80s are now grown and starting families. I did the same, and now I sing about what I'm going through as a man trying to be a godly dad. Like Stephen Curtis and Mary Beth Chapman, Morgan and his wife Melanie have a large family, seven children in all. Morgan and Melanie speak at marriage retreats in churches around the nation as well. Coming up, a song that sounds, well, it could have been written by Stephen Curtis Chapman. Full Circle. On the front lines of the gospel's advance, in sometimes hostile areas of the world, are the hidden heroes of the body of Christ. Pastors and church planters who willingly risk their lives for Christ. Global Advance is helping bring desperately needed training, tools, and encouragement to these strategic leaders around the world. To learn more about how you can help support the training of frontline leaders worldwide, leaders who are proclaiming the good news of Jesus Christ, visit our website, globaladvance.org. Learn how you can make a difference by supporting the training of frontline shepherds around the globe. That's globaladvance.org. Globaladvance.org. This is Scott Rowley from Albrecht, Rowley & Moore, and you're listening to Full Circle with Jerry Bryant, looking back to where it all began. This is Jerry Bryant, and on this Full Circle, we're remembering Stephen Curtis Chapman and his family in prayer after the sudden tragic loss of their little five-year-old adopted Chinese girl, Maria Sue, in an accident at the Chapman home. We're reflecting on the songs of comfort in early Jesus music that help us weather the storms of life. Here's a song that sounds like it could have been written by Stephen Curtis Chapman. Now, I know that Stephen was influenced by this 70s trio of Albrick, Rowley, and Moore. In fact, Alan Moore from the group was the string arranger for the first two albums Stephen Curtis put out in 1987 and 1988. And 23 years later, Dan Rowley would be the pastor of Christ Press, the church that would minister in comfort the Chapman family during their tragedy. This song is a plea to the Lord asking for help to find that place where one can find some comfort from the troubles that life can bring. From their 1977 debut album, Gently Flowing Feeling, here's All Break Rolly and More and Take Me to the Comfort. Thoughts of being happy can't compare to hopes to find 
Take me to the comfort. All brick Rowley and more. The early disciples knew what it was like to lose the physical presence of someone so close and dear. Jesus had prepared them that he was going to go away to be with the Father. But in John 14, 16, he says, after he ascended into heaven, he would ask the Father to send another comforter who would remain with them forever, this being the Holy Spirit, which would give them encouragement and power, teaching them all that they would need to know to preach God's word and make disciples of all nations. And he did just what he said he would do. If you'd like to get in touch with us in regards to this particular show, please write me at info at fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's info at fullcirclejesusmusic.com. If you missed the beginning of the program, I'll archive the show at www.videorocket.com. That's videorocket.com. Or you can download it onto your iPod at the iTunes Store free and revisit it at another time. My next artist, Phil Kagi, has upon a rare occasion taken some words others have written and set it to music, such as the case with the song Be In Time, which inspired the title to what would become his most personal album called Way Back Home. These were songs he had written for special friends and family members that ended up finding their way onto the album. Now, the words come from an anonymous author. They found their way into a book of poetry that Phil was reading called The Continual Burnt Offering by H.A. Ironside. Now, some of the lyrics read as follows. Life at best is very brief, like the falling of a leaf. While God's Spirit bids you come, sinner, do not roam lest you lose your way back home. Be in time. Be in time. Won't you be in time? Here's Phil Kagi and Be in Time. Spirit 
bid you come, sinner, do not longer roam, lest you lose your way back home, be in time, be in time, won't you be in time? Telling fast that the die will soon be cast, and the fatal line be passed soon in time. Lord, help me be in time. My friend Phil and his wife Bernadette, who live here in Nashville, can certainly empathize with Stephen Curtis and Mary Beth Chapman, who lost their precious Maria Sue. Phil and Bernadette's three children were born only after the heartbreaking loss of five other children to miscarriage and premature birth. Bernadette Kagi recounts that story of how hardship and loss strengthened their faith in God in a book entitled Losing You Too Soon. You can check out Phil's website when you go to links at www.fullcirclejesusmusic.com. That's fullcirclejesusmusic.com. It would be a wonderful book to share with someone who's had the loss of a precious little one. And you'll also find a link to respond to this Full Circle show. I'm praying you'll find encouragement as you listen. And if you'd like to get a copy of the show to send to someone you love, You can download the show at the iTunes Store. After the show airs at our affiliate radio stations, they're stored online for those who either want to listen again or may have missed the show. So check it out. Now we started this show with a song from David Meese, who stopped by my church in Nashville recently and shared some memories during a Sunday morning mini-concert. Now you may remember me telling you on an earlier show David showed his talent in an unusual way that morning because while he was pounding out one of his early Jesus music classics, the electric piano stand started to collapse. And to our amazement, David didn't miss a note. He continued to play as the piano dropped all the way to the floor. Now that's what you call tenacity. David shares a little of those early years. We asked David about the first influence that Jesus music had on him. Full circle. Well, I didn't know anybody else was doing it, quite frankly. Uh, I started writing 
what they now call contemporary Christian music, or at the time they called it Jesus music. Uh, to me, it was just rock music or pop music with a lyric that expressed a Christian viewpoint. To me, that, that's all it was. So to me, it was still pop music. It was still rock music. I mean, I you know, it was just what God was showing me. Well, um, it was interesting when I started noticing uh, that there were other people actually doing this. You know, you, you think you're the only one doing it. Um, and, and I wasn't really writing for any commercial reason or to get known or even for a record deal or anything. I was a classical pianist. Uh, and, and yet all of a sudden I was, I'd be playing these songs for friends of mine. They'd invite me to come sing at a youth group or I'd do a retreat. or the, And that's how I literally got started going. And I started, it really kind of began for me when I bought an album by Barry McGuire. But I bought the album because he had had a big secular hit called Eve of Destruction back in the 60s. And I saw it in the record store. And I said, Barry McGuire, I just bought it. I hadn't heard anything from it, but I thought, oh, why not? You know, I'm in college. I'm entitled. So I took it back to the room and I started playing it and listening to it. And I realized, wait a minute, this is like really serious Christian lyric. But it was still rock music. And I went, I went, yeah, I can get into this. Through Barry, then I discovered Second Chapter of Acts and a lot of other because they sang backup for Barry, you know, and and so, you know, it's kind of like word of mouth. I mean, there was no nobody was getting much airplay really. I mean, you had some Jesus music shows on Sunday morning or something, but for the most part, it was word of mouth, you know. And how in the world that music got heard by as many people as it did? It's just a God thing once again. And uh, that was really the first inkling that there was something way bigger than me going on out there. And uh, then I started hearing about festivals that were taking place, about the whole Jesus movement, if you will, which now I had a name for what what I'd been doing for a long time. And uh, at any rate, one thing led to another. And finally, after I graduated with my degree in piano performance from the conservatory, I got a recording contract to record my own songs. And that's kind of how I got into it. I never really sat down and said, I'm, I want to be a Christian artist. I, I never sat down and went, you know, I want to get a record deal. It was never like that. I was just writing out of the fullness of what God was doing in my heart. And then God was able to use that. And it's very exciting. Barry Maguire and Peace. The 1973 album Seeds, which as you just found out was the first Jesus music album that David Meese heard. One of the most joyful people on stage 
Barry McGuire, who went from singing about the eve of destruction to telling the world about the peace that passes all understanding, that can only come by holding on to the Savior's hand. I'll be back in a moment with more from David Meese. Full Circle. Full Circle. Global Advance is pleased to bring Full Circle with Jerry Bryant to you. Global Advance is a missions ministry with a 16-year track record of giving vital training and resources to pastors and church leaders in some of the world's most destitute nations. You can have a part in touching leaders and changing nations by partnering with Global Advance. Find out more about this cutting-edge missions outreach online at globaladvance.org because you can make a world of difference. Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. Thanks for sticking around. David Meese has stopped by to share memories of early Jesus music. After being influenced by Barry Maguire in the second chapter of Acts, it wasn't long before David realized he would also record a Jesus music album. Full Circle. I had an album called Learning to Trust that came out in uh, late, late, late 89. I think it was over Thanksgiving weekend of 1989. And uh, it was a song... Uh, it was an album, rather, that I had crafted uh, stemming from my uh, experience of forgiving my father for his alcoholism and his drug use and uh, his abuse that he put the family through. And um, it, it, was, it, w- it took me two and a half years of really working on it to come to the place where I could forgive my father for all that. I mean, I, I realized how much anger I had toward him my whole life, and I had to forgive him. And uh, following that cathartic experience where God literally just healed me from that anger, uh, I wanted to write an album, not just autobiographical, but an album talking about what I learned from that, from that, that wilderness experience, that, that, that process of coming from a place to where I just couldn't stand to even mention my father or even talk about him. I just shut him out of my mind to the place to where I could really love my father. And uh, that was that was traumatic, but but all of life is a process, and we talk a lot about the promises of God, but we don't talk enough about the process of God. In other words, to become the person God wants you to be, there are some things you have to go through in process to become that person. And forgiveness or any other aspect of the Christian walk is the same way. A lot of times we have to go through the pain in order to get to the power that God has for us, you know. And um, so uh, after I had I learned so much in that two and a half year period of, of coming to the place of forgiving my father in that process of getting there, that I wanted to write these out in songs. So the songs that I wrote were each something I learned uh, at the depth of my being about, about what God was doing in my life, how he took that horrible thing that I had inside of me and he used that to help me grow in so many ways. It's endless. And that each of us has an anointing on our life and that anointing that we have, and for me it was playing the piano, singing, writing songs. Um, for me it's, it's a composite of everything I've been through, including the difficult times. So the album Learning to Trust uh, and the, the, the song itself, Learning to Trust, which is the title song, it talks about how um, through it all, no matter what we've experienced, that as we go through these things and we trust God no matter what, we choose to cling to Him tenaciously in the midst of our own struggle, that He not only shows Himself to us, which is what Jesus promised, um, but we will discover ourselves in the process as well. 
So the album Learning to Trust was very cathartic for me and I think still my favorite album I ever made. Let's hear that title track from David's first release on the Star Song label in 1990. A song that he just didn't write from an observational point of view. He lived it out in his own painful childhood with an alcoholic father. Here's Learning to Trust on Full Circle with Jerry Bryant. There's a father in your sweetest dreams Who's always there to meet your needs Never ever let you down There's a mother in your heart of hearts Who always plays the perfect part She never lets you hit the ground This is the need of children These are the tender dreams And oh how it hurts when they don't come true and That's why I'm Learning to trust in you In everything I do Learning to trust in you Cause I know in my heart that you're true I'm learning to trust in you But sometimes it's so hard to do For the little children must grow up and to grow we gotta learn to trust And to trust we gotta cling to you When you tell me you will hold me close It's the very thing I need the most But it's the hardest thing to do I've got this pain inside me it speaks to me loud and clear When there's so much to gain There's always so much to lose and That's why I'm Learning to trust in you In everything I do I'm learning to trust in you Cause I know in my heart that you're true Trust in you, but sometimes it's so hard to do. Keep calling me, drawing me closer. Don't let me hold back. Whatever it takes, I must break through. The heart of a child is broken, but his time has come. 
Learning to Trust, David Meese, who's been my special guest on Full Circle, and we'll have him back again soon. In spite of the pain of life, Jesus gives us his comfort, his peace. Thanks for listening. Until next time, keep your eyes to the sky and let your light shine. This is Jerry Bryant. Full Circles recorded in the Jesus Solid Rock Studios in Nashville, Tennessee. Written by Russell Baum and engineered by Jeff Kane. Full Circle is a Global Advance and a JSR production. This is Full Circle.